0: Hi, I'm Van.
1: Hey, it's Gordon, and this is The Goose Stick. The Goose Stick is a student-created podcast that aims to create community ties of small businesses and influential members of the Jackson community. This podcast is entirely produced by
0: Jackson High students. In this episode, we sat down with Michael Ritter, plant manager of Eaton's Aerospace Facility in Jackson, Michigan. My first question is, how did you become plant manager um, at this facility, and how long have you been at this position?
2: Sure. So, uh, well, I've been here for about two years, a little over two years. Uh, I've been with Eaton for almost 14 years now. I became plant manager here uh, in 2016 after running a facility in East Providence, a a smaller facility, but for the same corporation. Um, I kind of progressed throughout the organization through through various different roles, uh, different functions as well, more of a cross-functional background through quality engineering, uh, on a little bit of management more progressive roles as I I moved on, and then took my first plant in East Providence, Rhode Island, uh, before I came here. I had a little bit of success over there, and then uh, was offered this role after that. So it's kind of how I've I've gotten here. Um, Worked at many different places across the country for Eaton, and wound up here, originally from Michigan, so it's kind of being back home for me.
0: All right, um, so what are the various jobs at this facility, and what kind of education and training is necessary to these positions
2: sure we have almost 700 people that call this place home from a career standpoint so the range of, of careers is best we have folks that uh, you know assemble and test product on the floor we have engineers that work here we have people in contract administration um, really there's a, a large range of potential career opportunities here in the Jackson Michigan facility um, education obviously ranges pretty highly from from that aspect as well um, engineering degrees we, we are a highly uh, engineered product you know we work and make product for the aerospace industry so there's a lot of technology and a lot of techno- technology education associated with that but really the educational range in the facility is, is quite large.
1: Okay so uh, does Eaton have a shortage of qualified workers or has like Jackson and the surrounding cities met that sufficient?
2: So I would say currently we feel a shortage just because of our, our large growth rates that we're experiencing right now. So we have been hiring a lot of individuals to come into the organization, um, but we've been quite successful in recent time hiring those people. So it's a temporary shortage, in my opinion, and we've been filling that role. I think at the end of the year, we'll, we'll have hired something like 75 operators in the facility. So we're, we're experiencing a lot of uh, good fortune in being able to find qualified operators to, to come into the organization, um, but we're actively adding people because of how busy we are Okay. so it's uh yeah i, mean, I think a little bit but uh certainly we're, we're doing pretty good with uh the local area and, and the candidates we're, we're getting
0: okay um you know with that is there anything um that schools can do to help produce more workers to help um, fill that shortage that you described
2: yeah i mean i think any of the the uh, technical leaning um trades are, are certainly beneficial for us you know engineering science that type of stuff really lends itself to a lot of opportunities here in, in the facility, as well as uh, uh, trade schools, right? Certainly uh, trade is very important. We, we have a lot of uh, welders or NDT operators, people that have a lot of um, experience in, in those areas are really beneficial too. So any of that really adds to, to some of that. Sometimes some apprenticeship programs that occur, those are very beneficial as well. So because of our large range of opportunities, all of those programs are beneficial for us as an, as an organization.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, how does your facility obtain um, contracts? and What kind of negotiation is involved?
2: Yeah. So, you know, for us being an aerospace uh, company, c- contracts and, and some of the programs that come along are, are pretty long ranging. Those programs can last anywhere from you know ten to thirty years, depending on the platform itself. So, being embedded with the customers is really important, so that you're available and and, and there when these opportunities come. You know, it's not every day that they redesign a Boeing aircraft, for example. So, having that connection with a customer is really important. Um, then there's a, an entire contractual period that, frankly, I'm not as close with on a day-to-day basis. But um, once the terms and conditions are kind of finalized, then there's a big development phase that occurs between the organizations as well, because. The reality is you can't qualify an aircraft without the components that go in it, and you can't qualify the components that go in an aircraft without the aircraft. So it's more of a partnership in aerospace than in a lot of the other industries.
0: Okay. Um, so what kind of products do you manufacture here and where would they be used?
2: Sure. We develop this is a fluid conveyance product. So basically it's hoses and duct work and, and fittings and couplers that, that go on those hoses and, and duct work. So, we basically move fuel and hydraulic fluid around the aircraft. So if, if it has a fuel line or a hydraulic system, then our components go, go into that aircraft.
0: Um, so when you manufacture parts, um, how comprehensive is your quality control and uh, minimizing mistakes?
2: Yeah, extensive, you know, so we, we make high precision product for aircraft, right? So it's really critical that we get that right. Uh, it's probably the most critical thing we do. You can't pull an aircraft over on the side of the road and fix it, so it's gotta be right the first time. So we have a tremendous amount of quality oversight in this organization, whether it's through the products we build or the processes we have to build those products or the oversight processes we have, um, there is a tremendous amount of quality oversight. And I would say that the pedigree of the product, the paperwork um, you know, that goes with it, all of the, the checks associated with it and the documentation for that product, is almost more critical, Uh, it's as equivalently critical as the part itself. You'll never receive a product from this facility without the paperwork and pedigree associated with it because that's the proof that the product is compliant and safe for flight.
0: Afterwards, he explains more about NDT
2: non-destructive testing you know we have to make sure that the product is compliant and good for safer flight in a lot of cases and uh you can't always do that without breaking the part and if you broke the part before you delivered it you then defeated the purpose right so uh, ndt is x-ray and fluorescent penetrant inspection and a few other techniques that the the team uses to uh, validate the product is good without breaking it or damaging it
1: uh, so, I was, uh, what is the business outlook for the Jackson <laughs> Michigan plant in the near term and long term?
2: Yeah, we're busy. We're really busy. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's a good problem to have. But uh, mm-hmm. like I said, we're actively hiring quite, quite a bit to ensure that we're not interrupting flow to our customers, right? Mm-hmm. Being high quality product on time is very important to our customers. And uh, with big growth rates, there comes a, a ramp up period that's... Uh, really important to make sure we get right so that we don't short our customers during their growth periods as Mm -hmm. well. So business is very good and it's growing, which is exciting for us. Like I said, we've hired, I think, by the time it's all said and done this year, we'll have hired about 75 operators. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are growing and that's good and we expect that to continue in 2019.
1: Uh, So I would like to ask what corporations would you like to do business with in the future? that you do not currently have as a customer?
2: Yeah, sure. We're pretty fortunate. We have a lot of the, you know, your, your big OEMs as customers of ours here in the facility. I think, you know, to answer that, I'd say I'd like to do business with all of our current customers more, because we have quite a few of them. Uh, but the one area that we don't have as much in, we have some uh, content, but it is more of the space industry. Mm-hmm. And we do a little bit more space in the future, it would be good for us, too.
0: He later explains OEM for those unaware.
2: OEM is an original equipment manufacturer, so, you know, think uh, Boeing or Airbus or, or the, the main uh, players that build the aircraft, right? We, we deliver our components to, to those companies and they build the equipment.
1: So, uh, who are your competitors?
2: So, you know, overall, I mean, even as a large corporation, I think it's about 100,000 employees, roughly 22 billion in annual sales, so... We have a lot of competitors at a global mm-hmm. level, but here in the aerospace group, you know, our, our primary competitors are Parker and Moog and, and those type of aerospace companies, and some would argue maybe Honeywell a little bit, even though Honeywell is a customer of ours as well, yeah. it's a complicated relationship, yeah. but um, you know, globally we have a tremendous amount of, of competitors, but, but those are the key aerospace competitors to this facility, and I would say Parker is our, our primarily, yeah. primary competitor for this particular facility.
1: Uh, So our last question is, why should someone buy stock in Eaton
2: Corporation? Yeah, I think Eaton is a long-standing, stable organization. We're highly diversified, right? So we Mm -hmm. have short-cycle and long-cycle businesses that provide stability to the stock itself. Um, You know, the stock performs well, and there's stability in the leadership of the organization as well. We, you know, a couple years ago had a change in our CEO previously. He was Sandy Cutler. He ran the organization for... Don't quote me on this, but I think 16 years, roughly 16 years. Uh, and then Craig took over, and that stability has continued and advanced. Mm-hmm. And I think being diversified and having that kind of pedigree and stability makes Eaton a very solid stock choice. Okay. And they pay quite well, and dividends, so yeah. that helps as well. Yeah.
0: Both Gordon and I thought of Michael Ritter as a very competent person and enjoyed meeting him. It was an educational experience to learn about Eaton's business operations. The varying educational background needed for the jobs they employ, combined with their positive business outlook, gave us great reflection upon our local economy and the city of Jackson. Thanks for sticking around. Tune in next time for the next episode of The Glue Stick. Contact us at thegluestick.jhs at gmail.com if you or your local business is interested in being featured on our next episode.